Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello and welcome to another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast with me, the fellow with great hair and uh, I smell quite good as well today. Yeah, Andy Goldstein. And what a podcast we, as in a royal we, have got for you today. And we begin with Clinton Morrison alongside Natalie Sawyer. Breaking news that we touched on at the top of the show with regards to Bernardo Silva and the yeah. misconduct charge now that is in place. The FA have charged him uh, in relation to his social media post about his Manchester City teammate, Benjamin Mendy. Um, the FA alleged that Silva's tweet represents an aggravated breach as it included reference, whether expressed or implied, they say, to race and or colour and or ethnic origin. Do you think this is the right course of action? That, that think, the FA should be going down? Because should it not be more of we need to actually educate someone like Bernardo Silva or play other players in general rather than actually just charging him? Yeah, I think he needs educating, definitely. It's a stupid thing to do. It's, black people are offended by it because I've, I've been looking on social media and a lot of black people are, are massively offended by it and it it's not a thing and in this day and in any day and age you shouldn't be doing stuff like that mm. I don't think Bernardo Silva is a racist is a racist no chance I don't I don't think that I think actually what they're going to do they're going to charge him and make him miss games well I don't know if that is the right thing to do. Maybe give him some education and know what's right and and what is what's right and what is not wrong. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And that is wrong. That is wrong because a lot of black people are offended by what he put. Were you up. offended by it? Yeah, I was, slight, I was offended. I could listen. It's so difficult for what I'm gonna say because it's difficult because what if that's them two are friends? Then Mendy would think oh, he's having banner with me. But that's not banner because it's racism at the end of the day because it's a picture of a, what was it, a black, like a... A character. Character, say, yeah, and yeah. it's a black character. And then he's referenced um, Benjamin Mendy. And then the vid- the video is a lot worse. I mm, think one, mm. the video is even worse. So he's obviously thinking when he first did it, he didn't offend. He didn't offend him. Now he's done it again. He doesn't realise that, so that just goes to show. Old. I think the video oh, the was video old. Was and old. It oh, fair. Afterwards. And then it came back again. So he's done the video first, and he doesn't realise that it's not right. It's not right to do that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And then he's done that again. But that's because maybe his teammate Benjamin Mendy thought it was funny and has not told him that's not right to do. Do you know? Or, or other players in and around the Man City um, change room have told him that's not the right thing to do. But there's a lot of black players in that change room, and it don't look like. 
um, it's offended them, but it has offended most other black people who are not in that change room. We, we had Simon Jordan on last week talking about it, uh, and he sort of felt that it was quite clearly, as you've referred to already, sort of banter between two mates, two teammates who are clearly friends. Um, and he thought, sort of feels that this going after Bernardo Silva sort of undermines the fight against racism, if you like, because he's seeing it as just two friends having a joke. And if it was done the other way around, would anything be done about that? I get that. It is two friends. But it, what what we're going through at the moment with racism and stuff like that, it's just not it's just not the right time. Mm. It, any time's not the right time. But in particular now, it's definitely not the right time to do that. He, I think he's honestly made a mistake. I don't think he deserves to be charged. I think he needs educating of what it, what racism is and stuff like that and don't be doing stuff like that again. Do you know what I mean? But then his teammates need to come out and, and tell him as well that that's wrong as well because everyone's talking about it. All the black players are calling it out. But when a player is making jokes like that, you've got to pull him to one side and say, that's not right. But I do, I do get what Simon Jordan's saying. A lot of that people do think it's banter. And that goes on from years ago where people could have banter like that together. But mm. in this day and age, that, that's not happening. Now, you may remember last night on the sports bar, and it goes to the sports bar, obviously, it was a quite bonkers night for football phoning. With, of course, Tottenham fans trying to work out just what on earth happened to their side. The answer, of course, was nothing happened. They were appalling. And another busy night in the Champions League again. This time, of course, Liverpool and Chelsea fans having their say on national radio. You're saying that Liverpool had a bad night, Tony, is that right? We had a bad night and won four three. So you had a bad uh, night. Okay. Last time, last time you came on, Tony, you, you said that you were happy with what was it? The remember. defeat. Oh, they did get beat. They get beat by. Oh yeah, no, there we go. Look, the muffy, the, the muffy. No, 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 hold on, Tony. I just wonder if you're. I just, I just, I just, I just. If you're going to talk muppets, it was you that said you were happy with the defeat. If you're talking muppets, Tony. I just wonder. I just wonder. So I just wonder, are you happy you conceded three tonight? Just so I was happy, but we won. We won. Are you happy tonight, Tony? You happy you conceded three? I'm, I'm over the moon. Do you know what? I'm over the moon because. We're playing on the Tuesday and a Wednesday night and not on the Thursday night. Yeah. Okay. To me, I mean, look, it is about the three points, but they conceded three Thank goals you, in 20 Jason, minutes. it is. Yeah, but you can't, you, can't, you can't get away from the fact that three goals in 20 minutes was conceded. That's, no, no, no. That's, 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 yeah, you do to that. As well, Joe Gomez has just come back in, right, yeah. which was a bit of a... He hasn't played for a while. We, like, Matip has been a good partnership to like Van Dyke and stuff like that. We've still got our proper goalkeeper to come back yet as well, so... You know, you got to look at things like that. Yeah, I'm a regular talk sport uh, caller. Uh, tried to not call you guys because you tried to wind me up or sort of say it was Liverpool fans. Always looking at the negatives, never the positives. Uh, I've got to agree with Tony a little bit. Uh, so you're going on about uh, how if we didn't concede less, we would have won the Premier League. Well, didn't we have one of the best defences last year? And then secondly... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me address that. Let me address that. Had you not conceded against City, you'd have won the Premier League. Yeah, yeah, Andy, let me finish. And then I'll let you have your say. It's your your show at the end of the day. And uh, secondly, you're going about our midfield uh, tonight. That's a Champions uh, Champions League winning midfield. You know, don't get me wrong. I get what you're saying. You're freeing a lot against Salzburg. We should be shut and shot. That's all I'm saying. And and yeah, no, I, I get that. But 
stop always looking at the negatives. Look at the positives. We're top of the Premier League. We're going to qualify in the group. Are we going to win the Champions League? We've got to be one of the favourites. I don't want to say yes at this stage. But there's one thing for sure. We're playing on Tuesday and Wednesday nights and you're playing... Yeah, but, on t- yeah, but Liam, Liam, listen, listen. Yes, you're right, because United are appalling at the moment. But we're not yes, talking about... Liam, but we're not talking about United at the moment. Right? No, but you're talking about the negatives of Liverpool. And I get what you're saying. Well, no, because be- before, before the game started, Liam, Liverpool were odds-on favourite to win tonight. And I expected you... Hold on. And I expected you to win, right? Also, we talk so often about... You know, floodlights at Anfield on a on a busy Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever. And I hear all of this, so I expected Liverpool to get maximum points. So that's we did? so yeah, but that's not news. The fact that Liverpool won, that's not news to me. I expected it because you're that good. I expected Liverpool to win tonight. It's not. If I would have started the show with, oh my god, Liverpool have won, or can you believe it? Oh eight seven. I didn't. I expected Liverpool to win. I I'm only. Yeah, but Liam, but Liam, the big news tonight is it not? Is that Liverpool threw away a three-goal lead at one stage? Is that not? A... One, yes, you're right. But that, then we, that's all I'm saying, Liam. The champions we are. We've shown. That, honestly, I, w- I was there. Yeah, some spurs <clears throat> had the upper hand, but guess what? The champions we are. We got the win. Now we start the day, obviously, with the Alan Brazil Sports Breakfast Show, or the ABSB, or the Absump, as some people. Never actually call it. Martin Yole was on the show talking about Tottenham and saying that they're running out of excuses for Harry Kane to stay on. He's a Spurs boy, you know, and the only thing is they are not winning anything. And I, I could always say, yeah, but Arsenal is there, uh, United, City, Liverpool. So I was, I was quite happy to be fifth, you know. But everybody else said, no, you have to be in the Champions League. And in hindsight, you can appreciate that. Now, they're in the top four for, for three or four years. Even with Harry, they were in the top four. But I think that Spurs, they put in all the money. But that doesn't mean that you will win games. I had six or seven young players in my team. With Jennings, Lennon, uh, Ledley King, uh, Defoe. I mean, we were fifth. So I think they are, they've got all the ingredients now to be a very good team again. We can head over now to our sister station. Well, more of a sort of you ugly auntie. Anyway, TalkSport 2 had Graham Robertson, the fellow with the big thighs, who, of course, lifted the UEFA Cup for Tottenham in 1984. He was on defending the Spurs. Colchester away, Newcastle at home. Uh, maybe we should have the old, go back to Wembley or, go, or get the old stadium back because, <laughs> you know, we were unbeatable there. Um, you know, the, uh, I think this stadium is a, um, hard for us at the moment. I think the support is brilliant. Uh, we're not got used to the new stadium at the moment, and maybe you know that that's a part. Jim White here. You're listening to Talksport Daily. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work you really really want it all to work out while you're away monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind when all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync things just flow wherever you are tap the banner to go to monday.com there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. We can head back to the breakfast show now where Ali McCoyce was on, telling a story about Rangers also winning 7-2. Although, I'm sure that's a misprint. Maybe they won at 7-2. Maybe they're like 3.5-1. to one. Anyway, let's find out. Nobody likes people that blow their own trumpet. Having said that, um, I think everybody, uh, any football fan globally, should have a particular look at those first two headers. because they were Headers? Not, headers, mate. Headers. They were Joe Jordan-esque. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's not like me, and you know I'm not one for doing it, but I am officially patting myself in the back for the listeners to see, right? Because the first two headers were so unlike me. But anyway, great story. So, And this is the truth. I think the previous year, I'm sure Liverpool... I know Liverpool played them and I think drew at home and only beat them by the Well, that same team, same you team. beat them seven away. I'm yeah. telling you, and we beat them seven. Anyway, 15 minutes to go. This is true. And Vladi Kafkas, 15 minutes to go. Where is Vladi Kafkas? It's, it's not exactly. Well, it's, it, it, it ain't Vegas. We, we, we fortunately took our own food and took everything. It's not, it's its deepest. It's. Down the, I think it's towards the east or south east or, it's a way down that kind of way miles it's a, it's a, it's a trek anyway 7-2 score the 7th goal I think we're, and I, I think it's 7 minutes to go or whatever it is I think we scored the 7th goal in about 83rd minute brilliant story and the wee coach from Vladi Kafkas gets up out of the, out his own dugout <laughs> walks over shakes hands <laughs> shakes hands with Walter shakes hands with Archie Knox and walks out the stadium <laughs> with 15 minutes to go no after this I think it was about 7 minutes 7 or 8 minutes to go we scored the 7th goal and he came <laughs> it's brilliant I can still see him because I was in the dugout at the do time. you know what happened to him no no idea salt uh, mines salt mines I think they definitely uh, he had a passport with Siberia stamped on it <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was heading there over now to Hawksby and Jacobs where Paul and Andy were talking with Neil Manthorpe about cricket and bats and balls and How's that and all that sort of stuff? Don't really understand it myself. Now we've got old Neil Manthorpe, who's uh, Gary Kirsten's uh, biographer. Worked with him on his autobiography, and Gary Kirsten is very much in the frame. Looks like he's almost certainly going to get the England cricket coach's job, taking over from Trevor Bayliss. Knowing Gary as you do, and knowing that he kind of stepped away from the sort of front line of uh, coaching and country to spend more time with his young family, were you surprised that he said yes to this? Well, yes, yes and no. I mean, uh, uh, you know, anybody who's had a young family knows that there's no predicting what your relationship will be like with them as they grow up. And, you know, he felt that, uh, as I, I guess many um, first-time parents or parents of young families think, 
Well, um, you know, it, it'll have to be, they'll have to be at least 16 before uh, I consider um, being away from them for any considerable length of time. So that does change. His older boy, his elder boy, he's got three kids. Um, uh, Josh is now 15. He's got just two years left of school. There are two younger ones. Um, uh, and so, you know, the, the time's right. I mean, I do think that if anybody thinks he's got a slightly flaky reputation for, for sticking at jobs, they've got a reason to think that. You know, he left the South African job after two years when uh, they were when he had an option to, and they everyone expected him to do four years. Um, and, um, you know, he hasn't lasted particularly long in a couple of IPL gigs, but... Um, I, 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 this, I mean, he's, you know, he doesn't commit to things lightly. Um, and, but the first thing to say is that when I spoke to him two days ago, he, he said to me that they were going to a couple of interviews today uh, and that, um, you know, he definitely wasn't confirmed, although all signals are pointing to him hmm. getting the job. But, yeah, um, I, so um, I was slightly surprised on the one hand, but whereas he would never, ever, in my, in my opinion, relocate to anywhere else in the world. Um, I know that him and his wife, Deborah, have got a spot uh, for for England and for London in particular. They've owned uh, an apartment there for, for a decade and a half. So I think they're looking forward to it. What, what's his management style, Neil? He is an adamant... Uh, he's adamant about not seeking the limelight and not taking credit as a coach. He's all about the primacy of the captain and the players. Um, I'll tell you a little story, actually. When he, he, so he'd never coached a team when India took a punt on him. Ravi Shastri and Sandal Davaskar decided to give him a go coaching uh, the, the Indian national team, having never coached a domestic team. He did, of course, play 101 test matches. Mm. But um, the most intimidating thing for, for Kirsten when he took over the team was um, what I do with Sachin Tendulkar. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell do... I remember speaking to him several times before he, he actually went over there. He said, "What am I going to do with Sachin Tendulkar? What can I? What, how can I help Sachin Tendulkar?" Um, and so the first player he sought out when he went over there was Sachin Tendulkar, and he said, "Sachin, tell me what you want from me. What do you want from a coach?" And Tendulkar's answer was, "I want a friend." Um, and he said, "Right, okay, I can do that." <laughs> I mean, he also threw about twenty-five thousand balls at him in the nets, but. Just from my observations of Joe Root on the last couple of tours that uh, I've been on, I think that's a really good fit because it just seems to me that maybe it's his little boy face, but I, it just seems to me that Joe Root could do with a really good friend. After H&J, of course, it's the turn of Adrian Durham, Darren Goff, on drive. And this is Aid, giving his reasons as to why Pep won't let Phil Foden go out on loan. The reason he's not going on loan is because Pep just wants to, him to have Manchester City habits. He just wants him to be completely engrossed in the Man City ethos. Um, and, it, and it's something that's quite different to everywhere else, like Liverpool's is. It's quite different mm. to everywhere else. He doesn't need him to go anywhere else. Just stay here, soak it all up, whether you're watching, training, playing, uh, in the video sessions, review sessions, whatever it might be, just soak it all up. And by the time the start of next season comes around and David Silver is no longer at the football club, Phil Foden should be ready. But in terms of England and, and the Euros next summer, I, I'd love to see Phil Foden. I think we'd all love to see him have a big impact at the Euros. Gareth Southgate should just show that bit of bravery. He's done it in the past. We know he's got it in. Just put him in the England squad. It must be in his mind, Foden, as well. He must be thinking, I want to play for England. I want mm. to be in that tournament. Because he's, he'd have to wait, what, three more years for the next one. 
That's a long time. If you're a young kid, he could be part of that next tournament. Surely he wants to be part of that next tournament. But the only way he's going to be part of it, either Southgate is brave and he picks him in the squad and then has a look at him then, or he gets more game time with Manchester City. For me, there's no reason why Southgate shouldn't pick him. He's picked players who've not even played in the Premier League before. Callum Hudson-Odoi was the example. We've seen Phil Foden over the last couple of years have some minutes, Champions League and Premier League. And probably more importantly, from an England point of view, we've seen Phil Foden with the England badge on his shirt represent his country and step up at every junior level. He's been brilliant. So that should be the pathway into the uh, first team for England. I expect Gareth Southgate to pick him in the next squad coming up. Well, that's nearly it for, of course, another podcast. But before we go, just a little email that came in uh, here. says, uh, loving the podcast already, Andy. It's really, really good. The figures are great. I'm surprised TalkSports still aren't paying you. But anyway, I'm sure that will change in the near future. Anyway, loving your work. Can't work out. This is interesting. Can't work out which is a better show. Oh, OK. The Sports Bar or the Trans Europe Express on a Sunday from 9pm? Good question. Both, of course, I present. So I would say they're equally brilliant. Anyway, here's proof that the sports bar is up there with the best of them. Oh, first of all, may I just compliment your producer on his uh, record choice? Cracking. Oh, we didn't do the Pink Floyd, did we? Oh, is it Pink Floyd night, Josh? We didn't do it, did we? Forgot. Oh, you forgot. No, not we. No, Josh just said we didn't do it. No, we don't ever do it, Josh. It's you that does it. Who asked for it? Was it you, Paul? No. Someone asked for Pink Floyd, didn't they, last yeah. night? Yeah. No, no, uh, it's an Kasabian. Josh is just saying I wasn't told about this. Were you on last night's show, Josh? Yeah, we were all told about it at the yeah. same time. Yeah. And then I looked at you and nodded and you went, you went, yeah. So you've forgotten, Josh. <laughs> Sorry, Paul, I do apologise. Carry on. It's uh, a cautionary tale, really, about uh, blind dating. Oh. About what? Blind dating. Oh, blind blind dates. dates. Okay, go on then. Um, I met someone through Guardian Soulmates. Not TalkSportSingles.com? Uh, no, it, it, it was before uh, I started listening to TalkSport, to be absolutely okay. uh, correct. Yeah. And uh, I met this lady at a gym. We had a drink in a bar. We got on really well. She, she was a bobby. Policewoman? Yes. Uh-huh. And uh, so she said, oh, shall we meet one night? I said, yeah, OK. Uh, but I were on late duty. Is this a joke, Paul? No. OK. No, <laughs> no okay. it's not. Go on, then. And so I met her on a place in Sheffield called West Street. And she was there with a bunch of police pals. And it, I'd, I'd done a late shift, so it was about 10 o'clock when I got there. Yeah. Not great. And I had a pint and said, oh, I'll get off now because I'm really tired sort of thing. I've got up in the morning. No problem. Um, anyway, the strangest thing were, I can't take a phone to work. Oh, you've done that. That's brutal. He's a good lad, Paul. Snort him off. We don't need no education. I was on the show last night, and you promised me that Pink Floyd. Yes, it's Josh. Yeah, yeah. Tonight. Yeah, Michael. Always this is Josh. Josh, come in studio. Put this mic live and come in, Josh, quickly. Hurry I would up. like to have a word with this, right. Josh. He's coming in now. This no, can I just say, even when I said put the mic on, he couldn't even do that. You haven't put the mic on, Josh. Right, okay. Right, here we go. This is. Michael, you're through to Josh. Josh was working on the show, nodded yesterday when you said Pink Floyd, and uh, he's listening now to you, Michael. Off you go. Hello, Josh. Hi, Michael. Uh, where on earth did you... What were you doing last night? I- I'll be perfectly honest with you, Michael. I completely forgot. <laughs> <laughs> so, Michael, 
Sorry, yeah, Mike. Make Sorry, Mike. You make a promise. Yeah. You said promise. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Know. Don't go on. It's only, it's only music. Go over yourself. Right, yeah. Not the biggest thing, though. that's it for another podcasting thing well done for listening well done for downloading well done for pressing subscribe whatever you've done just well done in life anyway I'll be back with more of the same the next time you listen to this in the meantime thanks for listening thanks for downloading thanks for breathing be safe everyone be safe that was a podcast from Talk Sport The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 